Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. Today's episode is brought to you by 10,000. For the highest quality men's workout clothing available, go to 10,000.cc. That's T-E-N-T-H-O-U-S-A-N-D.cc. Use discount code MAXIMUS15. Also by Lalo Tactical. L-A-L-O dot com. Home of the Maximus Grinder, which if you're a fan of the show, you're probably also a fan of the shoe. Use discount code MAXIMUS50 for 50% off your order. Today we're bringing you part two of our interview with Kenny Santucci. Uh, part one was last episode, so if you've missed that one, I highly suggest you go back one episode, listen to part one, because the conversation will pick up right where we left off. Without any further ado, here is part two of that interview. Would you say you're doing your dream job right now? Because one of the things I always ask people... Um, not on podcasts, but on a, on a corporate level, when I work with them, if money was no object, what would you do? And it's funny, the answers you get, yeah. some people would paint watercolors, some people would write poetry, some people would want to work at a Starbucks. Are, are you doing what you would do if money was no object? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I wouldn't, I can't even think of another thing. I'm like, oh, I'd like to do that instead. You know, I've always found myself, I would leave work when I've had other jobs, I'd leave work to go to the gym. Um, when I don't have anything to do, I go to the gym. When I have things to do, it's at a gym. Um, so to me, like the gym is my church, you know, and I, I actually have that on my, uh, my website, you know, the gyms where I, I find sanctuary and I find solace and I, I feel comfortable there. Um, you know, I like being around people. I like the energy of it. I, I don't understand. I dated nurses and I'm friends with doctors and I, I know people who are, uh, work in the medical field and they're like, I love what I do. And I'm helping people. And I'm like, but I don't want to be around blood. I don't want to clean up anybody's shit. Like in the gym, I'm helping people the way I want to help people. And it's in a cool fun environment where there's not there's stress but not that much stress so if the gym got taken away from you how would you cope what would you do um well it's it's been taken away and i'm i'm, I'm the gym is where i guess i make it and i guess my new gym is my uh, my 500 square foot apartment um, and, uh, I'm making do right now. I'm trying to do, uh, I'm trying to do everything I could. I'm still trying to connect with people and, um, get them moving and do what I love because I think that's the thing. It's like, I'm, I'm really not making any money. Like me charging 10 people, 10 bucks. It's like, what, what the fuck is that? I mean, that's not, that's one, one hundredth of my rent right now. <sighs> so, um, so it's not really helping me out. Um, but you know, it's some extra cash to buy groceries and stuff like that. But I, I enjoy doing it. I'm looking forward to it. I have a class at six o'clock tonight where it'll be mostly people I know. And then one or two or three other people who want to jump in. Um, but I look forward to that. And what we do afterwards, like I'll do an hour workout and then we'll do like a half hour kind of like happy hour type thing. I hate the computer. I hate technology, but I mean, that's, that's all we really have right now. Cause I can't, can't be around people people get so scared to even like walk near you i went to the coffee shop to grab a coffee and it's only open from like 12 to 3 which is the weirdest times for a coffee shop to be open and one lady walked by me and she's like i'm like I, relax lady i don't have it i don't want to get it either so, you know? in a 500 square foot apartment how many burpees have you done 
in the last uh, week? I'll tell you what, I don't do a ton of burpees. I do a lot of push-ups and kettlebell swings. I've probably oh. done a couple thousand kettlebell swings and uh, I was doing 40 push-ups a day for a while. Um, but I've probably put in a lot more now. So I do a lot with the TRX. Um, I have five, six kettlebells here. I got a sandbag. I try to make do. And then on the roof, I I have a barbell. Nice. I'll tell you what Kenny Santucci needs. It's the greatest home workout system ever. And I am not paid by them, but Kenny Santucci needs to get himself a Bowflex and just rep out arms and pec deck and cable every day. I wish I had room for it. I really don't have room for it. It's Um, just a little stand. You could get rid of your couch and watch TV on that. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah, it's like the air. Listen, man, I I forget. How old are you, Kenny? Oh, shit, yes. I do remember. So I was thinking, (laughs) I was thinking of the total gym. No, 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 no. no, no. How how old are you? Uh, I'll be 37 on Monday. Well, we're the same age. You should remember the Bullflex is this yeah, chair you sit in. It looks like Game of Thrones with these like <laughs> yes, you know what the plastic cables and yeah. Now, now I want one even more. <laughs> no, no. no, you can you can laugh. My buddy used to have a Bullflex in a basement. It is Pump City that thing. See, but my uncle used to have one, and after time right? The, those bars start to bend and they like stay in that position. So they're not as like tough to pull down as they used to be. But yes, I remember that. And listen, you give me, you give me six months with a Bowflex and an old school Schwinn Airdyne and, and I can <laughs> help you achieve all your fitness dreams. Yeah. I, I that's, need that. that's what I'm looking at. I've been, I've been sliding into Bowflex's DMs. I'm like, how do I get on team Bowflex? Just send I, me, send me one out. I had uh I think it was like Nordic or one of those companies was going to send me like some home piece of equipment. And it was like massive. And I was like, listen, I'd love to take that. I just have nowhere to put it. And they're like, well, just take a couple pictures. Whatever. We'll send it anyway. I'm like, I literally have nowhere to put it. I live in a 500 square foot apartment in New York. Um, your furniture. Yeah. I'd have to get rid of everything. I'd have to move out the, uh, the refrigerator too. You know, um, have you been to Ben Bruno's ever? Down in LA? No. He's no, got, he's, got he's, he's just got that little garage gym. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he, he trains all kinds of awesome people in there. Chesley Handler, uh, Jimmy Butler, Clay Thompson. He's good with like yeah. 200 square feet. He's got a skierg. He's got a landmine. He's got a X bar. Well, yeah. See, that's what I was thinking about doing next because I was like, if I just had like another room in an apartment or I had a small space, like on the top floor, like it was just a cool location but it's five, 600 square feet. I, I think I can make that work. You could, you could also get one of those garage racks. I've got one that folds to the walls. Folds to the wall, yeah. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, I love when, you people, when you have people over, you could put it away, but you're not going to have people over, so you could just... I don't think... That's it. I've, I've bought it for my garage. I should have went with the normal one because I have not flattened it once. Like, it's just... You're in, you're in Utah, right? Salt Lake City, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and and you're gonna hate this when you talk about rent what? in New York City. I've I got a I've got a big ass gym, Joe. What is it like five thousand square feet? Yeah, yeah, it's huge. It's in, in your house. house. Oh uh, no, no, no! This is in a warehouse. This is my private yeah. gym, and I pay sixteen hundred a month for that. Mm-hmm. Holy for like, shit! For like a That's what... playground of a thing, yeah. and then I've also got a gym in my double garage. Like you can't park cars in it. Joe's been there. It is yeah. gym. 
wall to wall. And I've got a, in my, in my garage right now, like I hate, you know, making people jealous and sad, but I've got a West side ATP, a West side plyo swing, an inverse curl. I've got a Stairmaster box fit. I've got an Aerodyne, a skier, a rower, a kitted right out. Even, even when I was at Solace, right? Space was like such a thing. We had 11,000 square feet over there. And even then, like I wanted a belt squat machine, right? Because there are some days as I get older and my back starts to bother me and stuff. And I'm like, I could use a belt squat. And I'm like, I probably have 10 clients that could use a belt squat machine too. We had no room for it. Everybody's like, where would we put it? I'm like, just let's stick it in a fucking corner or something. It's a great piece of equipment. Like I wanted it so bad. Um, but even in a gym, there's no room for, a, you know, some cool equipment like that. Like I think of that, I don't know what somebody charges like uh, Jeremy Scott, you know, Jeremy Scott. He's a trainer down in Arizona and I see his gym and I'm like, Oh my God, he's got this great space in Arizona. It's always sunny. Um, and, but I don't know what people like what you guys charge, like living in these areas where it's not that expensive for rent, like what you guys charge for like a private training session. Right. Like, yeah, that's, that's the trade off. You can't charge like 500 bucks an hour for a, for a training session because no one will pay it. So you're, you're, you, you get cheap rent, but you also put a cap on, on what you can, what you can charge people, you know, what you yeah. can make, but, but also keep in mind, I'm not exactly in the greatest part of town either. Like Joe's been to my gym. It don't look like no gym. It's like, a, mm-hmm. if, if you go in my parking lot, it's barbed wire fences, forklifts. Oh, shit. Yeah, uh, you got to know it's there. You wouldn't stumble across it. At no, all. it's, it's, it's hard. Like it's like a, it's like a, like a fight clubby type warehouse, if you will. I um, think some of the best gyms are like that though. Like mm-hmm. Joe DeFranco's old spot was like in the back of this industrial area. And if you didn't know it was there, you would never find it. You know, and then a buddy of mine's got a gym in Hoboken. Um, I've been there five times. I, if you asked me to take you there, I'd be like, fuck, I'm, I'm going to have to call him because I can't find well, it. I've had some, it's, it's funny. I've had some pretty famous people come to the gym to work out and they're like, Hey, are we going to get bothered? I'm like, no. Like <laughs> I might come next door and, and, and ask you to like help him carry something or whatever, but no, you're not going to get bothered. He knows nobody cares. Um, it's funny, but you got, you got to come out here. You could be my quarantine buddy. You live in the basement. You could do you that. Could work out with the, all the West side stuff in the garage. It'd be fun. I got, I got a buddy who of mine who, uh, who went through, uh, the, one of the trainings with you a couple of years ago. And, uh, he, um, he was telling me, he's like, dude, it was the best week of my life. We did all this training, blah, 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 through, uh, all the Jim Jones shit. And he was like, it was so much fun. I loved it. I'm like, Oh, I was like, I've been talking to Bobby. I was like, I was actually talking to him this morning and I was like, I might go out to uh, his place. We've been planning on doing this for like two, three years. And I was like, I could use a week of that. Just like just grinding out and working my ass off. Yeah, what's wrong with you guys? Like, I make people run up a a, a five thousand foot vertical hill, do a hundred burpees. I, I I make them do all this shit. Why do you guys like this so much? I'm like, I don't people, know. and they're like, thank you so much. And I'm like, for what? Kicking you in the nuts for a week? <laughs> yeah, yeah. People people love it. I and you know what it is. Sometimes I with my clients, I don't train them like that. I'm not like just kill yourself because I'm like I know that's not great for you. But it's like I do it to myself. I'm like, yeah, I just want to, you know. I'll do a hundred calories on the bike and then I'll do 200 pushups. And I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? You know, but it just feels good. 
Yeah. So. You know what? I'm, I'm with you on that. Like I train twice a day and someone asked me why I train twice a day. And I'm like, well, why do you brush your teeth twice a day? Like I couldn't even tell you. I just, yeah, yeah. I just, I just do it. You know? I, yeah. I, I preach that all the time in the gym. I'm like, listen, I go, when you start to understand that going to the gym is like wiping your ass, you'll treat it a little bit differently. You know, it's not just some club you pop into once a week or some restaurant you like, you know, or a fucking date spot. I go, you should be there every day. I go, if you shit today, you wipe your ass. If you eat today, you should be going to the gym, period. The end. That's it. I love that. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll tell you what, I'm going to steal that. I'm going <laughs> to give you credit for two weeks and then it's going to be mine. I'm going to put it in my next book. <laughs> Perfect. So um, we were... We were talking about, about lifelong dreams, Kenny. I just realized you can help me achieve one of mine. So what? I, I, I want to work out for a living. I, okay. I want to uh, build Legos. You can't help me with that. I want to open a restaurant. You can't help me with that. And ever since I was a little kid, three years old, I've wanted a major sponsorship through FitAid. So you should make some calls for me and hook me up. Uh, I know a guy. I Listen, I, I it is so funny. I drink that stuff, and I don't even know if it's like if I shouldn't be drinking as much as I do. I want to talk to somebody for there just to make sure it's safe. Do, doesn't it taste so good after a workout? Holy yeah. shit! I'm I'm on like, and then they've got like, there's the one in the black can, which is the recovery, and then they got the yeah, one yeah. in the white can, which has got creatine. They got all the different flavors. There's yeah. party. There's lifeade. There's like. Yeah. I'm gonna put you on a text with Aaron. He'd love to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it is like our thing. And then my kids drink it. And then the three-year-old, I don't know what it's gonna do to him. Um yeah. it's gonna like put him through the roof or you know what's gonna happen. I'll tell you what, one conversation with the the guys who own the company, and yep. you'll be like, Yeah, this is a great product. Like they are such good people like great, great people. And, you know, like I treat that brand like it's my own um, because I just love and admire the guys behind it. And when I first started working with them, like I would do, I was like, I just love the brand. I want to, I want to see you guys do well. And now they're, they're crushing, especially with the immunity yeah. aid right now. Uh, during this time. You can't even find it. Like, yeah. It's funny you say that. Cause I do have an experience with them. Um, back when I was a nobody, just a little, just a little Bobby Maximus, um, with yeah. lowercase letters, I was at the Spartan world championship in Tahoe and okay. don't ask me why I was into endurance sports, what I was doing, why I was hanging out with that crew, but they had a booth and it was when fit aid was brand new. Um, mm. and they were super nice guys. And I'm assuming it's probably the guys that were owning it that were there because they probably yeah, went and had their own booth at that point. It wasn't even a booth. It was like a like a tent with some cans and stuff. I, I met them, and well, they were slinging cans out of the back of the trunk of their car. So those guys are always on the front line. They're some of the best dudes I know. And I'll definitely, uh, I want to put you guys on a text because they would love to hear that. And if they can help out in any way, they would. Yeah, so that's why I love that. I'll tell you, I don't know if you're like this, I, you, you know, with your experience, but I'm still like a little kid with this stuff. I can't believe people send me free shit. Like yeah, I, 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 I remember the day I went to work with, um, at Westside, I was hanging out with Louie, Tom Barry, Jason Gussick. And then I came home and then I was hanging out in my garage and a freight truck showed up. I was like, what the, what the hell are they doing here? And then the guy says, yeah, we have a bunch of equipment 
equipment for you. And I'm like, fucking equipment. I didn't order nothing. Yeah. And I go look in the back and it was all custom colored blue plated Maximus gym West side That's stuff. Awesome. And I was like, I guess my garage is a gym now. And I don't know if you've ever been on an ATP The thing weighs like 9,000 pounds. It's just got to get sold with the house. Like <laughs> I was, Joe and I cannot move it. So I'm still yeah. like a kid with that stuff, you know? Yeah. It's, it's funny because I tell people that all the time. Like I'm not a big sports guy. I could give a shit less about sports and stuff. I mean, there's obviously athletes I love. Like I admire the hell out of Tom Brady and I love like Shaquille O'Neal and Michael Jordan people like that um i've I've always always been a huge um wrestling fan like i love hulk hogan and the rock and stone cold steve austin and uh but for me it's like celebrities like i'm like i don't give a fuck but when i meet trainer when i meet trainers that i'm like like i would love to i've never met louis simmons but i'm like I would be like such a weird little fucking person around him. I'd just be like, uh, I don't know what to say. So, so two stories about that. Uh, the first time I met Louie, he, he came up. He's like, hey, Bobby Maximus, I love your book. I love your, I almost had a fucking meltdown because I didn't even know that he, I was on his radar. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, the same thing, funny enough, happened with Jay Frugia. And I got to tell Jay, he's going to be on the podcast next week, but he wanted me to come over and, um, be on his podcast and when i got to his address i realized that he does his shit out of his house yeah yeah. thank god i got there early because i was pacing the hallways downstairs like just a nervous wreck like just a like a little girl at a backstreet boys concert that i was gonna get to go to Dave Rouge's house because truthfully like I'm not with Jim Jones anymore obviously but a lot of the stuff I did there is fucking stolen right from that guy like he's DeFranco too. him and DeFranco are the two people that I think and Joe I don't know who your two are on your list but those two guys for me invented warehouse style fitness like everyone now using fucking chains send those guys a thank you message anyone using sleds send those guys a thank you message so I you know feel feel the same about that wwe thing's funny too because i actually uh bobby lashley's a friend and he took me back he took me backstage uh for wwe and got me and my kid front row seats that's awesome and and it's funny because like i met i met charlie she's cool i met seth seth rollins super cool nice people but i will tell you if triple h was in front of me or hulk hogan (laughs) or, or or bret hart I, I would turn into an idiot. I wouldn't yeah, even know yeah. how to speak. I wouldn't know what to do. I, I'm not even exaggerating. I swear, like, I would. I went to the VMAs. This had to be 2005. So Hogan Knows Best just started. And uh, VM, uh, MTV and VH1 are owned by Viacom. So, you know, they invite all the stars from all their different shows. I was just coming off my first show. And I remember somebody being like, Oh, Brooke Hogan's over there. I go, wait, if Brooke Hogan's here, the chances of Hulk Hogan being here. Now I've never met him. I go, the chance of Hulk Hogan being here are pretty good. And I swear as Christ hangs on the cross, right? I'm old school Italian. So, um, I was like, Hulk Hogan's got to be here. Somebody goes, yeah, he's right over there. When I tell you, I started trembling and I went up to him and I was like, I was like, you have been like a second, like everything you ever said 
was biblical to me. It was like testament. I go like the sing your prayers, eat your vitamins. I was five or six years old during uh, you know, like the height of his fame when he wrestled the ultimate warrior and all this shit. So for me, I was like, this is God sent. This was amazing. Like this was everything. And I hugged him and I like started trembling and I was like, we need to take a picture. And my mother blew the picture up and it's still hanging in my parents' house. But I was like, I had the biggest smile on my face. Cause I was like, this was like my second father. I never got to meet. You know? Oh yeah. So was, you know, do you know how many times I have watched, have you guys seen that video of him and Mr. T working out in the beach? It Hogan is and, and, Hogan and Mr. T doing like a beach workout, just pumping each other's tires, telling each other to do more reps, doing like donkey calf raises, dips, push-ups. It's anytime, anytime I I feel like I'm not like motivated to work out, I'll go on YouTube and I'll put it on my TV and I'll turn on either like an ultimate warrior workout video. There's an unbelievable ultimate warrior workout video. And then anything by Hulk Hogan, like with okay. him and the macho man. I have, I, love I have this particular video saved. I will send it to you, Kenny. I will send Kenny, it to you. There's also, have you seen the one where the ultimate warrior is out of ultimate warrior gear yelling at kids? Have you seen that? <laughs> oh my God. So yeah. Good. He was teaching them how to squat and shit. Yes. Yeah, so I love good. that. So I'll, I'll tell you because we went down the Hulk Hogan thing, how I, how I met him. Uh, I got to go to Comic-Con uh, in Salt Lake City and Hulk Hogan was one of the guests. And a friend of mine got like a VIP meet and greet thing. And so he's standing there and, and he looked a little tired and like, oh, you get it, like working these conventions, long days. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. all these parents are bringing their kids up to meet him and they have no clue who he is. It was like breaking my heart. <laughs> the guy. So yeah. my little dude at the time was four years old and he walks up and he makes a wolf pack sign and he howls. <laughs> so Hulk Hogan's eyes light up. He smiles huge. He gets down on one knee puts this ginormous hand on my son that like covered his whole back and he started <laughs> talking to him. And one of the security guys was like, no, 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 you guys got to keep it moving. And Hulk Hogan goes, brother, know your place. I'm going to talk to these people for a minute. <laughs> so I'm talking to my little guy and this is where I get to the greatest moment of my life. He goes, little man, you're a good guy. NWO for life. You got to take care of your old man. And he looks up at me and he goes, ah, fuck it. Never mind. He can take care of himself. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Hulk Hogan called me strong. He called me big. This is the greatest yeah. thing ever that ever happened to me. The other thing is looking at him face on. He's not that wide. I'm like, I think I'm as big as Hulk Hogan. Like I have arrived till he turned to the side. So thick, yeah. 90 feet thick. And I was like, oh, whoa. He's Back in the day, they used to build on that like 320 or 325. He, and I'm like, shit. He might be close. He is. I have never seen a man that thick from yeah. front to back. So. And when you think about it, right? I mean, my best deadlift ever is like 465. And that's everything I fought, or 475. And that's everything I got. When he, even with Andre, like helping him get up, could you imagine moving 500 pounds like that? Just like <laughs> twisting 500 pounds in the air? 
his hands, his head, his neck, yeah. just like he just a big dude. Like I, I yeah. picture him doing arm curls with four twenty five. Just dude, like and he was, he was like the ultimate fucking bro. He'd always talk yeah. about getting an arm pump and you know, sweating in the gym. He's he's on my list. Like I'm I'm trying to put together a workout with Arnold, Sly, and Hulk Hogan. If I could work yeah. out with those three, I would be just done. I would always I always tell I ask guys you know who are in our world. Um, I've done this with Jay before too. It's who would you put on your um, Mount Rushmore? Right, yep. like a training of life. Like, who would be your four people on your Mount Rushmore? I want both of you guys to do this. So, so for me, it'd be it'd be Hulk Hogan for sure, just yeah. because like I'm I'm with you. He taught me. And by the way, he gave a speech at that Comic Con. It was the most insightful training speech I've ever heard. Like right. just his real world practical advice. It was it was incredible. He's a he's a smart guy. It would be him. It would be Sly Stallone, it would be Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it would be Mr. T. That's my list. I literally <laughs> just wrote that down right here. That's just, my list. <laughs> just like, just to be in the presence of, of and, and maybe Chuck Norris. And Chuck Norris could like preside over the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know what I tell people all the time? They're like, why do you love this like pumping iron and gym shit and all this? I go, growing up, everybody I ever admired was like this bro-y fucking meathead, juiced up maniac. Like everybody I have ever loved. I was like, that's, they all have that in common. They were all that guy. You, you obviously know who Robbie Robinson is. Yeah, of course. So I'm at, uh, I'm at the Arnold at a Lalo tactical booth or a, they're a sponsor of mine for shoes. And we had a small booth that year. Like it wasn't fancy. You know what I mean? Like just coming up, like selling stuff in the back of your truck. And right next to us, there was a little like homemade granola company, same kind of booth. It wasn't even a booth. It was a, it was a table Joe with a tarp and like a couple of bags. And there's a black guy there just hanging out at the booth. And I guess they paid him or whatever. And he's been hanging out there for like a day. And I kept looking at him like, fuck, I know this guy. I just couldn't place him. Pulls off his shirt. And I'm like, holy fuck, that's Robbie Robinson. Have you <laughs> go to his Instagram? Have you seen him lately? No, he's still shredding. I'm, I'm going to pull it up to see if you can see it. He is the most shredded 80-year-old in the planet. And I instantly turned into a blithering idiot. Like he was in pumping iron. So check this out. I don't know if you can see. Oh yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he took his shirt off and he looked like that. I'm like, Oh, that's Robbie Robinson. Of course. <laughs> like if you could, if you could put me in a room with him and, and Lou Frigno and Dave Draper and, and Mike Menser, I, I would, I mean, that would be another one, Joe. I would just be, just be done. Who's yours? Who's yours, Kenny? I feel like it's close to close to ours. It would, I mean, you got the the first three. I don't know if I'd put Mr. T up there. Um, definitely Schwarzenegger, Stallone, and Hogan. Um, that fourth spot. Uh, I sometimes I say Jesus, you know, <laughs> depending. Uh, but I'd probably say uh, a fictional character. I'd probably say like Batman. So yeah, for that's the three of them. 
That's that's fair. Let me let me put a star next to Mr. T though, because he would not have to be whoever he is in real life. He would have to be Clubber Lang, just, <laughs> just, just letting people have it. I there's a it's it's pretty old, um, but I listened to Mr. T on um, Howard Stern had him on one time, mm-hmm. and he was talking to Howard Stern. And one of the things I'll never forget, he was talking about. So Howard's like, oh, so like what do you do? I mean, you're still in great shape for an older guy. And he's like, Oh, all I do is I'll eat a whole chicken every morning. He cooks himself a chicken, eats the whole chicken. And that's all he eats all day. And I'm like, that is the craziest fucking thing I've ever heard. But I'm like, it's so cool at the same time. It makes you kind of want to do it. Like it works. Yeah. Oh no, I tried it. I did. I had my mother. I I was, I, I couldn't have been more than 20 at the time when I heard this. And uh, I was like, my, you got to make me a whole chicken tomorrow. And like, you get halfway through the chicken. You're like, yeah, I can't eat all this shit. I can't do it, but that does. It's not reasonable to me. Um, It it reminds me, I tell this story a lot. It reminds me of, uh, I got to hang out with Eddie Hall. He's the world's strongest man in England. And it was my big big moment. uh, Because I'm friends with Eddie's brother to learn Eddie's training secrets. So I'm like... You know, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Do you know, do you do conjugate? Do you do like linear periodization? He goes, no, I put a bunch of weight on a bar and I do six reps. What do you do then? I put more weight on and do six reps. Then what? You, yeah. More weight on six reps. I'm like, well, when, when do you stop? He goes, when I can't do six anymore. I go, well, why? Why six? He goes, I like the fucking number six. Stop asking quite. I'm like, (laughs) all right. So I go home and everything was sixes for like the longest time. It was like six deadlifts, six deadlifts, just because he did it. Have you ever been to uh, Summerstrong? Uh, Oh, no, no, no. That's another one. That's another one that you guys are too cool to invite me to that I'm kind of bent out of shape. I'm going to vote for that. Yeah, I've never gotten invited. I just go. I pay and I go. And I, it's one of the coolest fucking events I've been the last three years. I love it. And uh, Kaz was there. And he, he gave this whole speech on, like, what he used to do like yep. throughout the 80s and stuff. And I grabbed him afterwards because he's up there. He's like, you guys are talking about sixes and sevens. He's like, I would throw 225 on the bar and do it for 25, 30 reps. Then I'd throw 315 on the bar do it for another 25 30 reps and i'm like wait what the fuck are you and he's talking about doing all this volume right and i'm like with heavy fucking weight and i'm like and there was no rhyme or reason to the program nope these and guys, it's just like it's just they just lift and they're strong like they, yeah they hang and i was like stuff. he's just a freak athlete you know you and everybody's always like oh if i lift or you know you take for granted what some of these guys look like but I'm like, steroids are not. These guys are genetic freaks who have an unbelievable work ethic too, you know, and who are just gifted in every way when it comes to the gym. Well, and there's some guys like that who literally live off, off Snickers bars and Coke. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, just yeah. look like awesome. just they're special men. Um, this guy in the NFL used to be like a Steven Jackson. He was a running back that yeah. literally just lived off chocolate and candy and just looked like he was 
Herschel Walker's another one. Like there's just dudes that are there's not a they're they're they're, they're you're you're a good Catholic boy. Yeah, Mary gave them a different set a skill set than than we got. Yeah, <laughs> no, and it's funny because I remember watching. I think it was like Terrell Owens or something. They followed him around for two or three days, and every day he'd get up and like eat McDonald's, and then he'd eat like a sleeve of Oreo cookies. And the guy <laughs> never put a fucking healthy thing in his body, and he's running at like a four three four. It's like what? How the fuck is that possible? Just it, you, know? It, it, you know, I actually heard a guy. His name's uh, Stuart. Um, I can't remember his last name now. He's a doctor. He's one of the preeminent doctors in on protein in the world. He's at a McMaster university in Canada. Okay. And one of the best things I've ever heard in a, in a training seminar ever is he goes, the single biggest determinant of being fit is genetics. Yeah. yeah. And 100%. people fight arguing. And he's like, when you go to a doctor, what's the first thing they ask you? Family history. If your parents were both Olympians, you're going to be an Olympian. Yep. If both sure. your parents are fat and out of shape, chances are. And so he's like, you can you can play within a range, but there are just people who are yeah. gifted and, and people that aren't. It's just the way it is. It's not fair. It's not. It's just like that's the way it is. And you you see that when um, my old wrestling coach, he was a three time Olympian in wrestling. His wife was a three-time Olympian in running. Their daughter is on the Olympic yeah. team for running. Their son is on the Olympic team for wrestling. It's just yeah. like, here you go. So my, a good friend of mine, I don't know. Do you know uh, Dave Durante? I know who he is. He, I, don't, I don't know him, uh, though. So he was an Olympian for gymnastics. His wife is a professional dancer. Their daughter's three years old. She's already doing, like, pull-ups and you know, already like stand hand standing and shit like that. So yeah, obviously she's going to be a freak athlete by the time she's 10. Yeah. They're know? doing stuff that normal kids should not. I grew up with, with, with Ray and Janet. That's the, the people I told you about. I grew up with their kids. Uh, when I was wrestling, they were three years old in the wrestling room. Those mm-hmm. kids do stuff that kids should not be able to do. Yeah. yeah. Like they're fully developed at three years old, Joe, fully developed little athletes yes. with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were we were actually just talking to uh, Tommy Hackenbrook. I don't know if you know who that is. He's yeah, yeah, of course. Big CrossFit guy. He's been CrossFit a best friend for years. His kid, he Bo, was out by you too, right? Yeah, yeah. He does was he still have the gym. Hacks back. He does, yeah. But um, his kid, Bo, had a fully developed eight pack at two years old. And I'm like, Tommy, what's what's wrong with your son? Why does he look like that? And he's like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> okay. Kenny, it, it has been a blast having you on, man. Yeah. Um, Thank you guys so much, dude. This has been such an honor. I, I, like, and, I mean, we've talked about people we love in the training world. Obviously, mm-hmm. you've been one of those people I've loved for a long time, so I appreciate yeah, it. You, you have to promise me when the 19 COVID is gone away, or whatever it's called, come I'm to Salt Lake City. I have I a free warehouse that nobody's in, and we can just you can, we can have a week. Joe, you're going to come too. We know what we should actually do. We should really, when this whole thing gets done, we should have Joe DeFranco, Jay Frugia, you, me, just a group of people come to Salt Lake City. Uh, we'll just eat food, hang we'll, out. We'll call out. it a symposium. It'll, it'll be like just just a giant shit show of fun. 
Well, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, I mean, Joe and uh, Jay always come to strong. So if it doesn't happen this summer or something, uh, definitely in the, in, uh, you know, the winter, I'm going to have another strong and, you know, this is your official invite. So save the date. I'll I am, I am on it. I actually found a way uh, and I actually got to, got to mention them. I'm now sponsored by 10,000. Um, oh, no shit. Awesome. Which, by the, by the way, you've got a package coming to you. I found out today. They're going to oh, nice. send you Very cool. a bunch of stuff. Good just stuff. as a thing for being on the podcast. Mm. Um, yeah, they, they, uh, I, I love their team. I mean, like everybody on their team, uh, my buddy, Mike Idala is on their team. Okay. Um, yeah. So they have a lot of great athletes. I love what they're doing for the, the men's fitness space. For yeah. Sure. And, and they've got a bunch of good people, but anyway, they, um, they're in New York. So I'm, I'm going to be coming out. I found a way to get to New York a bunch of times this year. So nice. Uh, yeah. Awesome. You, you sign me up for just get me the date, sign me up and I am there. Joe, I'd love for you to come too. Oh, hell yeah, man. I'm in. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Where are you yeah. at it, Joe? Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Not far. It's like minus 90 right there. The COVID virus actually cannot live in Minnesota. It's too cold. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> it's actually a we're, nor- we're north of the wall, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So just, just so you know what a good dad I am in terms of how we Daddy, eat here, Kenny. Dad. Hey, Babu, come here. This is Babu. Say hi. This is our executive producer. Yep, he's on every episode now. He just brought <laughs> this down from the fridge. <laughs> this is uh, go. quarantine. Up. There you go. You want, you want some cookie dough, buddy? There you go. That's his, This is what he's eating for lunch. So <laughs> I can't complain. Kenny, it has been awesome. Thank where, you so much. Where man. can people find you? Where's the best place to go to, to get some Kenny Santucci? Um, just my Instagram at Kenny Santucci and then at strong New York where, uh, right now I'm trying to sell out of all the merchandise I have, and I'm going to take all the money and, uh, support some of the local businesses around here that I frequent that aren't open and probably might not open again. Um, so it's sad to see that. So I wanted to, uh, kind of help out and, uh, what better platform than strong New York. So love it. Love hearing that. And do me a favor. I'm I'm a good Italian boy. I was raised by my Nona. Uh, so I know how to spell Santucci, but I, I, I don't think people will know. Yeah, Can you sure. spell that out for me? Uh, Kenny, uh, it's pretty easy. K-E-N-N-Y and then S-A-N-T-U-C-C-I. All right, Kenny. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it, boys. Yeah. Awesome, take care Kenny. of yourselves. Be safe out there. Yeah, take care. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the rest of our interview with Kenny Santucci. Uh, If you like what we do, if you love this podcast, you want to support us, make sure you head over to TheMaximusPodcast.com. Check out The Inner Circle. It is your place to get daily workouts, daily motivation, and daily connection with Bobby and I. It's also the best way to support us in the work that we're doing and to make sure that we keep bringing you the content that you love. Again, go to TheMaximusPodcast.com. Join The Inner Circle. We will be back next episode with another awesome interview. So stay tuned.